The cemetery was gloomy, even when the sun was bright overhead. We'd been warned to stay away as children. The ghosts could drag you under and you'd never see the light of day again. With what we knew of magic, we believed them. Now the stories seem ridiculous. Gray tombstones sprouted from the ground like weeds, mossy and overgrown. Most of them so old the wording was indecipherable. A few scraping indentations suggested someone wanted to remember the life of someone else. I picked my way along the narrow footpath. That was now only a trail, so overgrown with grass that I lost it now and then. A thin man with graying hair and round glasses waved at me with a hand over his head when I reached the top. He was standing under a lone tree that had grown on the top of the hill, the only tree left in the whole cemetery. The rest had been removed to make space for the dead. I lifted my hand in a wave and then touched it to my hair. I'd pulled it back to look professional. I made sure my glamour was still in place and smiled. They take on different forms. Some of them look very human, with just a few differences. My eyes are naturally purple. My hair is white like snow. My skin is the color of caramel. If I use my glamour, I become a brown-eyed blonde. Miss Vale, Mr. Williams said, staying where he was until I reached him. Good of you to meet me here. He smiled around himself as if he was unsure of where to stand. He was only human. He couldn't feel what I could feel now that I was on higher ground. A ripple traveled through the ground and shivered under my skin. Maybe this is what they were talking about. Please, call me Amber, Mr. Williams. He nodded and held out papers to me. There was some kind of will stating that the cemetery was part of the land that was now mostly occupied by the Fay Reserve where I lived. The cemetery was on the edge of the reserve, but it still fell on our land. And there was power here, the power that I expected others were trying to get their hands on, now that it didn't belong to anyone. And you say the last descendant has passed away? Mr. Williams nodded. I've searched the archives everywhere. I nodded and read the papers again. This piece of land, this age-old cemetery, had belonged to a human. He'd been about ninety when he died and the land had been transferred from one generation to the next. "'Has Mrs. Bluegrain contacted you?' I asked. Mr. Williams nodded. "'Yes.' I saw him roll the word around in his mouth, tasting it before saying it aloud. Faye had strange names, and sometimes humans sat up and took notice." Mrs. Bluegrain mentioned that she doesn't want the land to stay in the public domain. I couldn't understand why. The wind had picked up and it carried a scent. I breathed in. It was the scent of living being, but I couldn't place it. Mr. Williams looked at his wristwatch. If you will excuse me, Miss Vale, my next client is on his way up here. He turned his head and looked down the hill on the other side. Someone was walking up toward us. He didn't pick his way among the tombstones the way I had. He walked past everything, cutting the straightest line, making his own path. 
Mr. Williams glanced at me. I had the feeling he wanted me to leave. The wind shifted and that scent drifted toward me again. This man's scent. It was stronger now, indecisively inhuman. He had dark hair and a tan that would look to the human eye like he spent a lot of time in the sun, or that he was a specimen with great genetics. I knew that wasn't what it was. His presence reached us first. Heat rushed over me, and then his eyes fell on me. Cerulean, like a pair of sapphires. He was a werewolf.